Welcome to or back to starting from the pits. I am your host Charlotte and today we're going to do a little run through of the Brazilian Grand Prix and maybe just cover a little bit of Vegas because that is coming up. Now I know I'm a little bit later than usual with this but here we are we're showing up. (laughs) So let's get into it as usual I'm going to go through a few of the teams and delve a bit deeper into their weekend and yeah let's get into it. So the race I mean where do we start? I mean, practice would be great, however, I wasn't able to watch practice, and I wasn't able to watch qualifying either, actually. But when I was... Where were we? Oh, we were at home, watching some fireworks. And I just checked the F1 app. I was like, oh, Quali will have been on at one point. Checked it, stroll P3. I was like, where did that come from? Like, where did that pace come from? I had no idea how he had managed that, but then obviously I learned about the weather, and then it being stopped a little bit early, so I was like, kind of makes sense. But anyway... So yeah, that was qualif- my thing that came out of qualifying because obviously I couldn't watch it. Um, in terms of the sprint race, I don't really remember much from that to be honest. I can't remember what happened in the sprint race. Gosh, of course, how could I forget? Lando was literally on P1. Lando was going to win this race. We were all hoping for it. We all knew it wasn't going to happen, but he was there and we were hoping for it. However, obviously Max, you know, slid straight through and was... Ended up winning with a four-second lead, so business as usual in that department. <laughs> so yeah, obviously the sprint ended in Max, Lando, Perez, George. I won't go through the whole grid because that will just bore you. Um, but yeah, that was a sprint. I actually think it was quite a good sprint as well. People seem to be quite happy about it. However, I feel like the sprint, I don't know. I feel like some weekends it's really, really good. Some weekends it's just like, okay, so... That was just an extension of what we're going to see on Sunday, which sometimes is good, sometimes it's not, but I feel like we just need to do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, change it up a little bit. I know there's been a lot of talk of a reverse grid. That would be super interesting. I'd love to see how many corners it would take Max to go from P20 to P1, because we all know that would happen. But I don't know. There just could be something more exciting done with it. I was speaking to somebody, I can't remember how long ago it was now, probably a couple of weeks ago. And um, they were talking about the Fun Cup that runs. Um, I don't know where it runs, but it's like a European thing, I think. And there's literally 150 cars on this grid. And they were saying that um, when the race comes, that it oh, that it gets reverse gridded, is our word. The grid gets reversed, but for only P1. So P2 then becomes P1, but then P1 becomes last. I think that'd be so funny. Imagine just seeing Max just be like straight at the back. I guess at that point you'd be wanting to race for second, wouldn't you? Nobody would want to come first. But yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And yeah, maybe maybe we could reverse grid the sprint grid, sprint races next year. But I don't know. I think something just needs to be done to make it consistently a bit more exciting, especially if they want to make it more of a viewer based race if that makes sense like they have brought this in to have something exciting on on all three days for the person going to watch the race so something needs to be done there um okay let's talk about the race so um started off with a bang quite literally because charles crashed out on the formation lap which what the hell (laughs) come on charles like i know it wasn't his fault (laughs) something to do with the height was it the hydraulics or something like that went on the car um and just crashed out which is just embarrassing at this point isn't it like I am struggling to stay a Ferrari fan, but 
but you know, I'm, I'm holding on by a thread. I, I just couldn't help but laugh. I was just like, brilliant. Well, that's another weekend for us that's just out the window. I've also read that um, Charles is struggling to, what was it? He's needing some reassurance in signing his new contract at Ferrari and as he should. <laughs> like, it's not exactly been the best of years, has it? I think a lot of people were hyping up at the start of the season, being like, oh my god, this could be Charles's year. And it's just all gone downhill, really, hasn't it? So you can't help but feel for him. And I think anybody would be in the same position as he is, wanting that reassurance. Um, okay, let's go into the... Now let's actually go into the race, shall we? <laughs> now we're past the formation lap. Um, Kevin Magnussen had a nasty crash. Um, that looked quite a, a horrible one. And he went into Alex. Alex's tyre was just like skipping down the track which was not great and i think that made him and oscar retire from the race as well um the tire nearly hit danny rick which was not ideal um thank you for the halo because that could have been awful but yeah that was first lap drama and yeah i think that took like half an hour or something to put the barrier back together so then we obviously had another start and you I just feel like when there's a crash on one of like the opening laps and then we have to do it all over again you're just almost like waiting for something bad to happen again but luckily there was nothing back to the formation lap though no not the formation lap the first lap back to the opening lap Lando managed to get a really good start and was just like straight up there in second place so I think that was a a nice start for them and then having to be and then being able to retain that going through to the actual restart that was good for them i can't help but notice that throughout this entire race george russell was just on the radio constantly whinging about something and i like i would say yeah i like george i like him let's just leave it at that like, I can't say that like, I'm George Russell number one fan, but I just, I don't know. I feel like Mercedes' plan hasn't quite gone to plan. So somebody who's not very well educated, I guess, in that kind of sense, um, looking into Mercedes, it just seems like they brought George in. Lewis was going to have his last year in 2021. He was going to win that championship. That's what everybody at Mercedes expected. He would have retired with his eighth, and then George would have been able to pick up the pace from there. But now that George has come into it and Lewis didn't get that championship, he's had to stay a bit longer because he wants to get that eighth title. It seems like George is like now having to take a seat back and almost be humbled a little bit. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I just... It, Sometimes he can come across quite entitled. I don't want to say that out loud because that sounds really bad. I do like George, but some things, it just seems a bit like your time will come. Just ride out the wave, do the teamwork. I know you want that podium and you want those wins. I get it, but your time will come. Just play the team game and just listen to what they have to say. Because if you do that right, they'll then reward you with the things in the future. So I don't know. I just, that's just... My personal opinion, obviously, they are very competitive people and you can't control your emotions while you're in the car, and I get it, but it just seemed a bit like every radio message was complaining about something, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just picking it out because it just sat, I was able to hear George's messages more clearly, because he does speak very clearly over the radios. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
of course, this was an absolute Max Verstappen masterclass because I think he ended up finishing with like an eight second lead or something daft. But he did have a few, like, the, Lando was up there. Let's just have a moment for Lando because I'm pretty sure he's got driver of the day like three ta- three weeks in a row or something. Um, but like, he, he was, there was moments and I was like, he's going to retake the lead, which once Max gets lead, usually, like, he's off. There's no catching him. Whereas Lando actually had some moments and I was like, he's like nearly in DRS. So this could happen. But then I think obviously he was told to pull back because of his tires and whatnot. So obviously there's, there's still, uh, what's the word? There's still room to catch up to the rebels. But yeah, Max was an absolute masterclass this weekend as per usual. Perez has somewhat brought his energy back. There was, there was moments this weekend. It was like, there's the old Perez, it's coming. And, you know, with a... Did he finish P4? Yes, he finished P4. Of, how can I forget? Of course he finished P4. He finished P4, which I think is probably one of his best finishes in a long time. And what a way to end the race. That moment between him and Alonso, sprinting down that straight, neck and neck, it was giving cars. <laughs> like, that moment, you all know what I'm talking about, that moment where the cars are coming, like straight to the line and they have to do the whole replay it's giving that like incredible that was really good to see you know the way they were fighting here between the corners coming up to it and then there was that final straight and it was like is he going to catch him as he got drs but obviously he didn't and alonso got p3 which again another driver who's come back obviously alonso is alonso you know he don't need to prove himself but um that Aston really brought the pace this weekend, which is good to see, because they had that at the start of the season, and it was a shame that it sort of dwindled towards the end of it, or so it seemed. So maybe they can bring a bit more pace to the next two races. The last two races, I can't believe we're at the end of the season already. This year has gone so quickly. The fact that we're I'm now listening to Christmas songs, which is a moment. By the way, has anybody seen those edits on... TikTok where it's like a I think they've done one with a 911 Dakar and the Ferrari F40 and it's to last Christmas and like in the snow and they're drifting round and it's also just aesthetic and beautiful and so well edited I last Christmas is my favorite song this year because of those TikToks specifically um anyways <laughs> that was an absolute ramble um yeah also discovered a really cool thing this week um i don't know if anybody has seen this online but they're called is it called traced bear with me i think it's called traced um basically it is data driven memorabilia which sounds a little bit confusing but basically let me find it first oh no trace sorry not trace the trace and basically i put out my story so if anybody saw it then sorry to repeat myself but basically what happens is on the weekend of a race, it gets released. You make like this profile and you, you get your own vault, which is so cool. And basically on the weekend, it gets revealed and you can claim it. So you claim your track of that weekend. And then as the weekend progresses, all the data of the race is put together. And then it shows basically the lap in like a, a visual, not a lap, the lap, the race as a visual breakdown which is so cool to see it like you can put it in um, augmented reality 
and you can put it in like your room on the desk and you can scroll around it and zoom in and stuff and it's just so clever each like strand that makes up the lap if you have seen them you'll know what I mean is like has a certain color and that um what does it it, it represents what is the word <laughs> It represents a moment. I think that's the moment, the word I was looking for. A moment in the race. So, for example, there's a red line in the Brazilian Grand Prix this weekend, and that was from when Albon and Magnussen collided on the opening lap, and that led to a red flag. Love that. Or there's other lines that are like an aqua blue colour, and that's for every lap Mercedes were overtaken or retired. Incredible. It's just so cool. And by the looks of it, now this is the first one that I've claimed, so and revealed so I don't know how it worked with the last one but there is a little transfer button so I think it's going to turn into like a almost like do you remember match attack cards <laughs> a little bit like match attack cards but like online and you can trade them between each other say somebody's got your favorite track but you weren't able to claim it that weekend you'll be able to swap so I think that could be a really cool thing to start looking at so yeah trace that is my new thing because it's, so, it's, it's like currently my lock screen as well like it's not even just cool to see the data visualized it's actually a really cool graphic and just looks really cool um so yeah i'm i'm a fan i'm a big fan <laughs> anyway i got really lost in that conversation and i'm so sorry <laughs> got a bit excited there um let's talk about machine gun kelly for a sec because that was a little bit of chaos wasn't it I don't understand, like, I've heard so much about Machine Gun Kelly, I don't know enough about him to make a full judgement, however, I feel like you can really hear the judgement in my voice right now, (laughs) but, like, I don't know that, I've heard a lot of things about vampires and stuff with Megan Fox, and it just seems a little bit, a little bit strange, (laughs) um, but, like, the way he was on the grid with Martin, I didn't, I didn't really think that he was, like, Cara Delevingne, off with him it was just sort of like I don't know I think he was just a bit awkward and didn't really know what to say so we were just sort of asking the questions back and it was just a bit I don't know a bit strange it's actually what time is it it's 10 to 10 oh my god it's cowboy time speaking of cowboys we're heading to America again soon <laughs> it's not relevant whatsoever actually because it's the wrong part of the country but anyway let's talking about celebrities let's go to Vegas so before I sat down to do this podcast, well, I say sat down, I'm literally led in bed in my onesie, but we move. <laughs> the glamorous life of a podcaster. Um, and I was looking at the news articles to do with Las Vegas to see what, what the vibe is. And literally the second headline said, it's going to be star studded, which I think says a lot. The fact that the first five headlines weren't even about racing, really. They were all about the celebrities, what's going on at the track. The press, the PR, the marketing, everything about it, rather than the racing itself. I think that says so much for the Vegas Grand Prix. And I just, we all know what Miami was like. I feel like it's going to be like Miami on steroids. And I'm just, I can see the grid walks now. Is anybody else with me on this? Because I just, oh God knows who's going to be on there. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I feel like, Martin's not going to know what's hit him. <laughs> I um, Yeah, it's, it's going to be wild. I have my friend Alex over at Sports Illustrated, as you all have listened to that podcast episode. And if you haven't, go listen to it because it was really good. But he's going to be there 
and I can't wait for the stories he's going to tell. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, I've just dropped you in that one. <laughs> but yeah, if I get any tea, you know, I'll send it over because it'll be piping hot. I'm sure it will be. Um, but yeah, back to Vegas. I um, I don't know how I feel about this race because the track looks, quite frankly, awful. And as it was compared to, which I knew it compared to something to do with a pig, but I couldn't figure out what it was. But the girls and the girls across the grid group chat put it perfectly. And it looks like, you know, when Homer in the Simpsons movie holds spider pig to the ceiling, it looks just like that. Well, it, I don't know why I'm saying that. It looks like an upside down pig. There was literally no need for the comparison to spider pig, but it, was, it just looks like an upside down pig. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> but it just looks so square like. I think there's a the right hand side of the track where there's like straight into like that side bend and then the hairpin. I think that would be quite a nice corner moment. If you could see what my hands are doing right now, I'm talking like God no. If I ever become a presenter, I am going to be the most like expressive presenter with my hands because I'm all over the place right now. But yeah, I feel like, it, I don't know, it's either going to be a major hit, I'm going to get loads of overtakes, it's going to be super fast, super fun, or it's just going to be like, oh. I think I'm going to expect oh, and if it's any better than oh, then I'll be pleasantly surprised. So yeah, but I've seen so much on TikTok about the Vegas Grand Prix of like residents that are living there, saying how they're like blocking out the bridges so nobody can stand and watch on it which I do get in terms of health and safety because like you don't want so many people standing on the bridge to watch it that it then becomes like a health and safety issue and it's gonna get like overweighted and it's gonna drop and stuff so I get it but like with back when I saw it it was three weeks away like calm down do it like the weekend of like there's still tourists there that are actually wanting to see Vegas um apparently is it like residents like, people who actually live there aren't allowed to watch it from, like, the rooms if they live nearby, which I think is absolutely mad. And not very fair, either, because at the end of the day, they can't help living where they do. It's like Monaco. They don't tell everybody in the apartments to leave for the weekend, do they? This is a bit ridiculous to me. And I also read somewhere that they're hiring people to watch it, but I saw, like, a... What's the word? Like a, like a casting... I think it is, um, for F1 fans, and I assume it's just for like promotional stuff, but maybe it is for actual, like, viewers, I hope it's not, because it's their own fault at the end of the day for putting the prices way too expensive, so yeah, Vegas, unless I'm getting a free invite, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just jealous, that's all. But yeah, we've got Vegas and then we're off to Abu Dhabi and it's the end of the season. What are we going to do with ourselves? Genuinely, like, what am I going to do with myself? I feel like I'm going to go a little bit insane. I do have a really exciting episode coming, actually, uh, that hasn't been filmed yet. <laughs> and it might actually, well, it, I don't know why I'm saying might. I know exactly how it's going to be. It's going to be in person, which is really exciting. Um, and it's going to be specific to a certain team brand yeah let's say brand more than well I say team or brand more than team but like they're a huge team so I'll keep you guys guessing but anyway 
Um, I feel like I've talked so much rubbish this episode, but anyway. Yeah, next weekend's episode, next weekend, next Wednesday's episode, Chloe is back. F1 Academy driver. You all love her. We all know her. She's a great person, driver, woman. We all love her. She's back, and we get all the Austin Deets. You know it's coming. Like, it's, it's a good episode. I feel like this is the first episode as well where I was actually able to just, like, sit down and chill and talk to somebody. Like, usually I'm so nervous before I sit down for interviews. Like, I'm like, afterwards, I'm like, oh, my God, I need a drink. Like, my mouth is so dry. But this one, I was so chill. I was felt like I was just talking to my friend that I've known for ages. So that's a really fun feeling. And I hope you enjoy listening to that. I've got some exciting plans coming in the works. Potentially being announced this week, actually. But maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe it will be this week. Oh, I don't know. It's really exciting. But stay stay alert. Put my post notifications on on Instagram is all I'm saying. Not to just force you to do that, but that's all I'm saying. So that was my little Brazil Grand Prix. I honestly feel like Brazil Grand Prix was like a million years ago now. This week has been manic and it's literally Wednesday. So I apologise if I missed anything major. I feel like I didn't. <laughs> No, I'm going to end it there. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in and hearing me blabber on about F1 for another week. Very much appreciated. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.